Hey Navigators, how's everybody doing today? Oh my goodness. Today is Friday. Well, actually, okay, the day you're listening to this is Friday. And it is September 23rd. What does that mean? Well, for those of you that know me, you guys know what that means. Today would be Carbon's... Oh, what, 17th birthday? Wow, he would have been an old man. Um, yeah, so, you know, I, I always think about him on his birthday. And, you know, of course, on our, the day I got him, our anniversary, and the day that he went to Jesus. And those are the you know three days a year that are important to me to remember him i mean he he did a lot for me and he put up with a lot <laughs> and i miss him so he was definitely a good boy and uh yeah i sure do miss him yes i love garmin and he's amazing but they're very very different dogs <laughs> very different dogs um but you know i'm happy with with my pup and it's all good um let's see <coughs> excuse me <coughs> sorry um i just ate a rice krispie treat and i feel like there's a part of it stuck in my throat so sorry anyway <laughs> Um, but let's see. I know what I want to talk about today, but it may be a little bit scattered because I'm not exactly sure how to put it all together for you. But I figure that's just part of the fun of listening to me. It's, it's like you're right here in the room with me and... I talk it out as I figure it out, and so here we go. Um, I've got a lot going on <clears throat> right now. I've got, let's see, I'm still working part-time, which when you factor in the commute and the public transportation and all that, I'm working full-time. <laughs> I'm still doing this you know the podcast i have completely stopped working on book number two which is a little bit disappointing but i will get back in there um kind of lost my mojo on that for some reason i don't know i was like in this like really um downhill like speed type of momentum when I did my first book and started the second book. I was just like, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's go. And now I'm just kind of like, eh, you know. Um, because I talked about everything here that I would talk about in my book, in the second book. So, you know, it's kind of a, a it's been put on the back burner. And it'll probably morph into something other than what I had initially initially intended it to be. And that's okay too. 
You know why? Because life's full of surprises. And that's, you know, if you can't roll with it, it's going to roll over you. That's all I can tell you. Um, so let's see. I also am wanting to go to Washington to see my grandbabies for Thanksgiving. That will be fabulous. So looking at flights and thinking about doing an Airbnb. I have never done an Airbnb. I've stayed in one once and it was, it was nice. It was fine. I mean, it was fine. Um, definitely a little weird. Like I was staying at a stranger's house. Like it definitely is weird. Um, but I'm thinking about doing that again up in Washington, but I'm not sure, you know, and when you think about travel, please keep in mind, I have to think about where I'm going to be at location wise, what's nearby, um, how I'm going to get around, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, people think, oh, you know, just go stay at a, a nice hotel or whatever, but think about that in the middle of the night, getting up to take the dog out. You know, not only do you have to walk through the hotel, but you have to wander around to find a place for the dog to go to the bathroom. So it's just a little bit easier, I guess. Um, but then I also thought about just staying at the same place I stayed last time because it wasn't terrible. I mean, I, you know, I was told it's not in the best area. It's real close to downtown Puyallup, but you know, I had a blast. It was fine. Anyways. And let's see, then I want to plan a trip back out to Florida because I really need to get my butt back out there and do some more scouting for areas, um, well, well, I guess, yeah, areas, um, in the Clearwater area for, you know, to move in the, within the next couple of years. I'm hoping that the housing market's going to go down a little bit and... You know, I see prices are going down, but interest rates are still ridiculous. So, you know, I got to figure that out or wait that out. And, um, so I've got that too. And I really want to get to Colorado to see my oldest grandbaby, who is now not a baby anymore. She just started kindergarten. Um, so I, it's been several years since I've seen her and I would like to get out there too. And, you know, that's a lot of travel. It's a lot of things to do, a lot of stuff to take into consideration. And, you know, I think about people that are, you know, I've been told multiple times, man, you do so much. It's so amazing how much you do. And, you know, you, you just get out there and, you know, whatever. And I, I know that people, when they say that, they're, they're, well, I don't know. I'm giving people the benefit of the doubt, which I don't normally do because hmm, it's people, right? Um, but, you know, I feel like maybe they're, 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 not trying to be jerks or condescending when they say that, but in reality, it, it really kind of is condescending. Um, 
I mean, why? It, you know, you go see my daughter. If, if, if my daughter was, you know, doing all this same stuff, it wouldn't be as impressive. Why is it impressive? Well, because I don't let my disability stop me. I have learned to be able to embrace it and still do the things I want to do. Do I have as much fun as I would if I wasn't disabled? Probably not. I, I mean, to be all, in all honesty, I, you know, just because I have to take different things into consideration that somebody that, than somebody that is not disabled, right? In, and that is in any, any disability, right? People that are not disabled have a completely different frame of mind. They're in a totally different mindset. And so when they see people that are otherwise abled or who seem to have these limitations, when they see them doing things that people without limitations do, it's super impressive. Right? Well, you know, I'd, I'd rather just blend in sometimes, you know? And, and, you know, I'm not saying any of that to bring any attention to myself or, or anything like that. What I'm saying is the minute that you get into the mindset of I can't do blank because of my disability then you are walking down a slippery slope because you know it, what comes out of your mouth is what's in your heart right I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you can either build yourself up or tear yourself down with your own words. Because not only are you speaking them out of your own mouth, but you're hearing them back into your own ears, right? And so you can either talk yourself into a good mood, talk yourself into a bad mood. I mean, you really can. And it, because emotions are really fickle. I mean, you you know, if the wind isn't blowing in the right, right direction and you want to fly your kite, you're going to have a bad day. And, and that's because that's how your feelings are. They're just like the wind. And, well, actually, they're more like the kite floating in the wind. You know what I mean? It just, you, you can't, even if you feel that way, it's very important that you... Don't say it out loud. And I'm not trying to be talking about like the the power of positive speaking and all that. I'm not, you know, I'm not into all that stuff. But it it does have truth. You, you know, if you sit there and tell yourself you can't do something... You can't, you can't, you can't. Then when it comes time to do it, you're going to be like, yeah, no. You've already talked yourself out of it, right? And so when you get in that negative mindset of I can't 
do this because of, it could be a disability, it could be an injury, it could be, um, it, it, it really could be anything. I can't do this particular thing because blank. And it's almost like you already start giving yourself permission, right, to give up or to not even try because you're saying that you can't do it because of your limitation. Well, the same is, is true for the opposite. You know, I, look, I know I can't get in a car and go drive myself to the store. That's just not gonna happen. But, you know what I did yesterday? I drove a car. Why? Because I can. I mean, I went to a parking lot and I drove a car. I mean, you know, and, and I'm not saying that because, I, you know, I'm not trying to to promote be, doing dangerous, stupid things or, or whatever. But what I'm saying is you are only limited as far as your own mindset limits you. I mean... Yes, there are physical limitations. I get that. But, I mean, there was a, a time when we didn't think somebody that was uh, a paraplegic or had a prosthetic leg or whatever would be able to drive a car. But they certainly can. I know a guy that does it. He uses hand controls. It's freaking cool it's so cool you know and I'll bet that he gets told on a regular basis I can't believe you drive why well because it's out of the norm you would think that by his limitation it would be um it wouldn't be feasible for him to drive well you know you know, the, the world has been, this country especially, has been full of, of pioneers. People that, you know, once either were told or thought themselves that something can't be done. And yet here we are, you know, all these years later and the technological advances are mind-blowing, right? No, but I mean, think about it, back in the 1900s, the early, early, early 1900s when they first started inventing cars. Could you imagine? I mean, they wouldn't even, they couldn't even fathom where cars are right now. Their minds weren't even capable of fathoming that kind of technology, right? And the same is true for your own limitations. You just have to put yourself in a different mindset. You know, if your mindset is still stuck back in 1904, then, you know, your, your now is not going to be quite so fabulous. You know, you have to be able to get past the negative thinking of what, a, well, the negative connotation of what a limitation is. A limitation doesn't have to be a deterrent. It's just a detour, as far as I see it. 
you know, I may not be able to go straight from point A to point B, but darn it, I may go the roundabout way, but I'm going to get to point B and I'm going to do what I set my mind to do one way or another. It's going to be probably more of a struggle and more difficult than it would be for a sighted person, but still going to do it. I mean, just the simple things as, as traveling and checking into an Airbnb or a hotel room or whatever, and you're by yourself. You know, there's a certain level of anxiety that comes along with that, right? But what would you be like, freaking need a chaperone to come with me everywhere? How cool would that be if I had an entourage? <laughs> Could you imagine that? Oh, Laura and Garmin and company. <laughs> that would be fabulous. Let's see, want to do my shopping and cooking, want to drive me around. Oh, man, this is, my mind is going crazy right now, picturing all this. <laughs> but seriously, when you think about it, how, but all, all, all anybody wants to do is enjoy themselves, right? The whole point of going to see family or, you know, going on a vacation or whatever the case may be is you're going to enjoy yourself. And if you're already dreading the journey, you got a problem, right? And while there is all this anxiety and, and stress and whatever that goes along with it, there's also that excitement of, I'm going to do this. Like, I am totally going to do this. And let me tell you, I have had traveling experiences where things have gone perfectly smoothly and no hiccups and like it, you couldn't have asked for anything better. And then I have had travel nightmares where I've, I've had panic attacks and just completely stressed out and when you when when that happens and you start acting like that happened you know what i mean you start getting snappy at people you start getting grumpy you're in a hurry which is going to make you more anxious and stressed out you know and really all you really want to do is enjoy yourself and you can't now because you talk got yourself in this whole fit as soon as something doesn't go as planned. Now, I'm going to tell you this right now. For those of you who are newly blind or visually impaired, um, things are going to go wrong. Eight times out of ten, things are going to go wrong and you're going to have to be able to adapt. You know, now, again, as I said in previous episodes, people that say, oh, it must be nice to take your dog with you everywhere, that they're not taking into, in it, taking into account the added stress that that involves, right? Because I have to keep my dog under control. I have to make, because, and they feed off of you. You know, you're a dog, especially, especially a guide dog. You and your dog are so in tune, hopefully, um, that when you're stressed out, your dog is going to know, and that's going to stress your dog out. You, this is not a comfort dog, 
okay? So when you get stressed out, you can't expect your guide dog to, you know, get up in your lap and lick your face till you calm down. He's got a job to do, and that is not it. And so as you're doing these things and taking that into consideration, you should already be able to go with the flow, so to speak, when there's hiccups, when something doesn't go quite right, you know? You can't just sit at home all the time. What are you going to do? You're just going to sit at home and do nothing because you don't want things to go wrong? Well, that's kind of dumb, right? That's not going to do anything for anybody. And I really believe that as a community... We, as visually impaired folks, we have a social um, responsibility to not behave like lunatics when something doesn't go right. We need to keep our heads we need to be an example to people. We need to be, you know, what if you want people to say, man, I can't believe how much stuff you do. I, I, it's so impressive that your blindness doesn't stop you. If you want to hear those kind of things, then you need to get out there and start doing some stuff. You need to get out there and start doing some stuff and learn to, to go with the the punches and, and not let it tear you down and, and scare you into submission because you know there's enough people out in the world that want to be coddled and taken care of and you know feel like the world owes them something you know let me tell you the world doesn't owe you a darn thing it doesn't nobody owes you anything and as bad as that sounds that's probably the best news I could tell you. Because you know, it is so freeing when you finally grasp that you are in control of what you do and do not do. Not your limitation, not your disability. You, you know, there's a saying, you gotta separate your who from your do. And, and you know, who you are as a whole, okay, you may have this disability, you may have this limitation, you may have, you know, that might be part of who you are, but that doesn't mean that that has to define everything that you do. Because if 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 you're sitting around and feeling sorry for yourself and you know oh i wish this i wish i think you're not going to get anywhere in life just by wishing you know and and then you've got folks that that are out there working hard every day people that are disabled with multiple kinds of disabilities and society looks at them and thinks that they're in need of a handout why is that? Why is that? 
you know? Why is it that people are more surprised when someone with a disability says that they have a job than they are when they tell them that they um, collect welfare? Why? Why is that? Why is it that societies see, and that's, that's how the whole thing gets started, right? It's a whole vicious cycle because society has these stereotypical views, right? Of people with disabilities and their limitations and they can't do this, they can't do that, they can't do this, these, you know, and they want people to fit in these little categories, right? And so that's where society is, okay? So then parents, they have children that are disabled, right? And these disabled kids are trying to figure things out in this society that wants to fit them in these little boxes of like special ed classes and, you know, whatever else the case may be. And the parents don't know any better because that's just what society says, right? I mean, wasn't, how long, how, it, it doesn't, it, I mean, it seems like it was a long time ago, but where all the folks that were, that were born with, like, cerebral palsy and whatnot, they were just locked away in, in hospitals, you know, and, and, and that's how society dealt with them, right? Okay, so if we as a group of blind people, visually impaired people, us as a community have a responsibility to break apart those stereotypes and, and get rid of those little boxes that people are trying to put us in. And we need to let the world see that I could do the same stuff everybody else can do as long as I'm given the chance. You know, don't, you know, give me, give me the chance and let me tell you how I can do the same thing as everybody else. And if we can get society to change their mindset, then it trickles down through the generations. And at, eventually, we will be able to start raising up generations of folks that are more sensitive, more understanding, more empathetic, and, and more aware of how people with disabilities live. And ultimately, that's what I wanna do. I mean, I'm all about education. I don't want a bunch of ignoramuses running around ruling this world. I mean, good grief, it's bad enough as it is. Anyway, uh, you know, I, I understand that this was a little scattered, um, but, but my main point is this. Don't, don't let anybody or anything put a limitation on you. You, once you let other people put limitations on you, you start to lose a little bit of yourself. And you lose a little bit more control of your own circumstances. Okay? It's just, you know, it's just food for thought for the weekend. Um, next week I have a couple things planned. I'm not going to tell you what they are because I'm not sure that it's going to happen. But we can hope. Um, be kind. 
to one another. Guys, I saw, you know, when my, my, I got a picture of my granddaughter on her first day of kindergarten. She was sitting on a bench and it said on the bench, something it was written and it said something to the effect of buddy bench. If you can be anything, be kind. And I love it. Just be kind. You know? Don't assume that somebody is incapable of something simply because of a limitation. I mean, have you ever had somebody just assume something about you that wasn't true? Ooh, that's a good question. Hey, if you guys are brave, post that up on, on my social media, Navigating Life with Laura and Garmin on Facebook and LinkedIn, at Garmin Navigates on Twitter. What's, what's something that, uh, that, that somebody assumed about you? I'd love to hear it. All right, guys, until Tuesday, have a great weekend. And again, just be kind. It will be amazing how much day you're better, how much better your day is when you focus on being kind to other people. All right, guys, until Tuesday. Toodles.